actually making a reel of people ask me how I make so much money and all they do is this and it's just going to be like videos of me fucking dancing and making out with fruit because that's the shit that people like they're triggered by it but they're like oh I want what she has it's like it's the glow it's the embodiment x y and z and that doesn't mean that you have to naked dance on your Instagram well not naked but like you know dance in a bikini what it means is you just need to be expressed in a way that turns you on Hello, friends, and welcome to another juicy, fiery, delicious, chicken nugget-filled episode for you guys. This episode is full of some fucking vibes, if I don't say so myself, because I'm currently sitting in my bed in Sedona. Um, and if you didn't watch my Instagram stories of me being in Sedona, they're all they're all on my highlight, and I would watch them because the resort that I was that I was staying at or that I am staying at, um, I didn't like realize this until someone told it to me, told me. But it's like the resort that like Madonna and stuff stays at, and um, Ro- Roderick, R- Rhetoric, one of the whoever that is, the tennis player, famous tennis player, he was here last week. So like the people come here, and I'm like, okay, I'm happy being here. It's been so relaxing and so re-energizing and just like, oh, needed. Anyway, today's episode is with my friend Georgie. I was on her podcast and it is really juicy. Don't underestimate the power of these episodes, guys, where I'm on someone else's podcast. I put them up because they're often really juicy um, because I am just channeling rather than have to just like, rather than thinking. Like I love people that just like, I love it when someone just asks me a question and I can just flow rather than me having to like think of what to say on a topic. And I can feel a bit like, I, sometimes I can feel a bit like, was that good? Was that not good? When I'm just like talking myself in all these big solo episodes. So these episodes with somebody else interviewing me, and they're actually really, really good. So please don't underestimate them. Um, yeah, this episode we actually did when I was in Tulum in February, which was oh, so nice. So um, yeah, we've got Sedona in here right now. We've got Tulum, like the energy in this episode is potent. And last time when I was in Tulum, I was, um, having the intake for Baba and I'm doing that again right now in Sedona. So if you haven't already joined Baba, do not forget to join by the end of the month because then it's going to be closed until further notice. It'll open sometime next year, but I can almost guarantee you that there will not be the included one-on-ones just because of the way that my calendar is going at the moment. Um, and there'll be an extra price to kind of add on. So if you've been feeling the pull, I would definitely listen to that. I've also been recently doing some really juicy, um, informational, educational Instagram posts, guys. So if you haven't checked out my recent Instagram posts, I would also just like put your post notifications on or whatever. Cause I know a lot of you guys miss my Instagram content often. Um, you'll message me being like, Oh my God, you were like MIA on my Instagram for a week. So, you know, the fucking algorithm. So you can actually just put, um, post notifications on for me. It's like when you go into my profile, I think, I think you click the three dots at the top when you go into my profile and like, look at my grid. Um, and then you'll be notified in your, in your notifications whenever I post a new um, Instagram post. And that way, you know, you're not going to miss it. Um, anyway, without further ado, let's jump in. This episode is also good for you. If you're not in business, it doesn't matter. This is like a very broad episode. We're talking all about feminine stuff. Yes, we touch on business stuff, but we're also talking about life. We're talking about libido. We're talking about sexual energy, all the juicy things that you guys love. So buckle up and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. 
I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Monica, welcome to the Rise and Conquer podcast. Thank you for having me, Georgie. I'm so excited you're here. Uh, Before we get into the good stuff, do you want to just let the audience know who you are, what you do, and also where you currently are? Okay, well, I'm currently in Tulum in Mexico right now because I was like, fuck London, I'm escaping. Um, And what I do, (laughs) yeah, literally. Oh my God, London is a shit show times 10. Anyway, won't even go there. So I do a lot of things and I'm exactly what the industry tells you not to do. You know, like in business, they say, don't be a jack of all trades. Um, But I honestly feel like I kind of am, I can be a bit of a one-stop shop for people. So I am by trade a life coach um, and I help women and men heal all of their trauma so women can step into their feminine energy and ecstasy and sensuality. And for men, they can feel like they are are in the direction they want to be in their life and really in that leadership. Um, I do a lot of stuff around trauma healing, inner child work, and all of that and how that leads, obviously, into the feminine embodiment. So a lot of people just kind of jump into, like, I want to be in my feminine or, like, just, like, those kind of topics, but they haven't actually done the deeper work. Or even, like, we were talking before we jumped on about, like, manifestation and stuff. And if you haven't done that deeper work, you'll really find that it's hard to get really embodied in something so all embodied means is to be really in your body and grounded in it so you can feel like you're constantly hitting roadblocks so I do the really deep nitty-gritty shit that a lot of people kind of avoid not because it's like and not because it's bad or anything but it's just really heavy work for a lot of people um and so they tend to avoid that deep emotional like trauma stuff um but that is the peanut butter to my jelly so that's what I do and a lot of my focus in my business for women and the reason why a lot of women come to me is because of hormonal issues, whether it's, you know, not being able to have a regular cycle, PCOS, endo, a lot of women come to me for missing periods and not able to fall pregnant. And I don't know how, well, I do know how, but like, honestly, it feels like magic majority of the time I get women's periods back, like fucking no one's business. Literally, I had dinner with a new friend that I met in Tulum the other night and she hadn't been getting her period. We had dinner, but that night she got her period. And like, I'm like, what the fuck? So um, that's also what I do. I randomly get women's periods back. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah, it's really weird, actually. (laughs) Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, I've had a lot of clients that have come to me after, like, and they've said, and it's, like, pressure sometimes, but I don't mind it. Um, They've said, like, you are honestly my last option. I've gone to, like, every fucking doctor um, and nobody can fix it. And, like, I've had a lot of women that have been on, like, this woman included that I um, had dinner with that have gone to the doctors and they've been on, like, like hormone replacement therapy, essentially, um, to try and get their period back and that doesn't even work. Um, Or their doctors have said the next step is that we need to just like use synthetic hormones and um then they do like one of my programs or they have dinner with me apparently and then ba ba boom that is just insane and that's why i cannot wait to chat to you today about all those things and i i really loved that you touch on touched on that whole point of and i definitely feel the same in regards to people love doing like you know the light work the manifestation yeah. the you know that sort of like fluffy dreamy stuff but when it actually comes to the better <laughs> sort of work yeah it's fun it's yeah. like high vibe and they feel yeah. like 
you know, special and excited. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the shadow side stuff, which a hundred percent you need to do to uh, really make sure that you're getting to that, um, you know, lighter side, it is so important. Yeah. And people, people, yeah, you don't necessarily want to feel like crap and want to do that thing, yeah. but it is so important. And the way that I describe it to some people, especially when it's like, even sometimes literally in the middle of a session with a client, if I'm doing like really deep trauma stuff. I'm like, you know, those, you know, those moments, Georgie, where you need to take a shit and you're feeling a bit iffy before you take the shit. And then you go and you take a poo and you feel fucking amazing afterwards. I'm like, that's the kind of work that I do. So in the moment, you're like, this is like this, like this poo is making me feel a bit uncomfortable. Like, you know, like X, Y, Z. We all know the yes. fucking thing that I'm talking about, right? But then afterwards, you're like, I feel like a new woman and you want to like high five people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so like when I can when, take on, yeah, I can take the on world. the world. Amen. Exactly. So when you're in some of my work, it can feel painful because you have to relive, you know, trauma so that you can like finish the trauma cycle and whatever. Um, But afterwards you are like, you are so fucking grateful for having done all that work on yourself. 110%. I was actually saying this to a girlfriend yesterday and I was like, I'm going through another kind of like growth spurt in my like self-development mm. sort of cycle and it mm. is at the point where it's super uncomfortable and I yeah. feel yeah like it's not it's not very nice to be in you know in my head and what I'm doing and whatnot but I'm like I'm holding on because I know after this is like where the magic happens exactly and I mean the like from the uh, from a biology perspective um when you like leave your comfort zone your brain literally thinks that you're about to die because you haven't done it before so it's unknown it feels unsafe and so really holding yourself in that knowing and that safety of like it is safe for me to step outside my comfort zone is really helpful because like even coming to Tulum right it was totally new territory I'm a Sagittarius I love to travel I've done the whole nomad thing before but I've never traveled so far uh, in COVID right like not many of us have and it was for the first time I actually like was really scared about going to an airport and going on a trip and flying and it wasn't because anything bad was going to happen and nothing bad did happen it was actually just because it was so unknown and when you can like understand that it makes it easier than step outside your comfort zone because you're like oh this is just my biology there's nothing wrong with me it's actually working for you you just need to like honor that side of yourself exactly and it's like you know the typical quote of outside your comfort zone is like where the magic happens and people just aren't used to doing that yeah yeah exactly okay so we got we got straight in there Mm. I just want to back it up a tiny bit and as this is the rise and conquer podcast do you want to let us know your favorite quote that helps you rise and conquer I feel like my favorite quote, I wouldn't necessarily say it's one that helps me rise and conquer, but I find it's gotten me through like rough times, which obviously then helps me to rise and conquer. And it is sometimes your bad luck is your good luck. Um, and I remembered this quote, mm-hmm. I can't remember the book that it came out of, but I remember it and it got me through, I had a really bad ski accident and it got me through that because, um, you know, you think it's like the world's ending and I was like oh my god this is the worst thing ever like blah 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 but I actually later found out that if I had the exact like break and everything that happened in my knee if I had it on the other side of my knee I could have lost my leg and so it was like actually sometimes your bad luck is your good luck um and that gets me through those times when when there's those hiccups and you feel like 
why the fuck did this happen to me? It's like, actually, this could be working out totally in your favor. And you're assuming because it's not how you expected it or wanted it to go. Your ego is not happy. You're assuming it went wrong. But what if it actually went like so fucking perfectly? Oh, I love that so much. And I resonate with that so much. Last Late last year, I had a miscarriage and mm. it was the most devastating thing that has ever happened. But now looking back because of the certain health issues I had and, mm. you know, all the stuff I went through now looking back, yeah, it's that whole like life happens for me, not to me. Yeah. And even if I can't see it right now, I just need to trust that this is actually like for me, not to um, you know, it's not a negative. Totally. And my heart goes out to you. That stuff is really hard. So I hope that you're doing okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, let's get into femme energy. This is something you talk about a lot and I absolutely love hearing you chat about it because I think, like, I think it's kind of known, like I've definitely chatted about, um, femme and masculine energy in the way I run my business on the pod before, but even I'll get people who are like, (laughs) like I literally had a DM and they were like, that's (laughs) like, they think I'm talking about male and female energy. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not actually talking about that. So I would love for you to kind of like get to the basics, explain what femme and masculine energy is, and then let's chat about why it is so important um, in regards to the boundaries of both and then how Mm. you use it in your business. Okay. So to go right to the basics, so feminine energy, when people say like female energy, I understand what they're saying. It's not, it's not about a gender. It is an energy, but women, so females, they have more feminine energy than men, typically speaking. Right. And I'm going to make generalizations in, in this. So it's all coming from a place of love. Like, don't twist my words, please. Um, so feminine energy, women have majority feminine energy and majority of women have a feminine core. So what that means is that deep, 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 deep down past your ego, past all the bullshit in your head saying like, I'm an independent woman. I don't need no man, which really majority of the time is actually just like a wall that you're putting up. And like society tells you that that's like now like trendy, right? And and wanting a man is like weak, quote unquote. But when you do all this work, you understand like, no. Um, anyway, so the feminine energy and having a feminine core means that at the end of the day, there is nothing that feels fucking better than like being wrapped in a man's arms. Like, let's just all breathe that in for a second. That feeling of when a man taller than you and bigger than you gives you a massive fucking bear hug and you're in his chest and you're just receiving it. Oh my God, that shit is delicious, right? So that is you having a feminine core. Now, 10% of women don't have a feminine core. And so what that means is that deep, 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 deep down, even past all of their trauma and their wounding, they still want to be the one that's like in control. They want to take the lead. They want to do everything and they don't want to receive. They don't get the ultimate pleasure out of receiving and being looked after. They get the ultimate pleasure out of being in control and directing and leading an X, Y, and Z. Now, I want to say a lot of women think, me included how I used to, a lot of women think that they, oh, I just have a masculine call. Like I get a lot of pleasure out of leading and being in control and X, Y, and Z. But a lot of the time it's actually a cover up because it was for me. And I just thought that that's, I just thought that I liked you know, being the one in control and leading, but it was actually just a pile of my fucking wounding showing. So 
that's feminine and females. And then the masculine and males, so majority of men have a masculine core. And there's a very small percentage of men that have a feminine core. And so those men will often be with women that have a masculine core because you have to have polarity in a relationship. That's obviously a heterosexual relationship. Even in a homosexual relationship, one of you is still going to be in the masculine energy and one's can, one has to be in the feminine energy in order for there to be polarity. Now, you can always dance between the two in heterosexual or homosexual relationships. But the bottom line is if there is to be sexual energy and, and intimacy, there needs to be that polarity. So feminine energy is receptivity, right? It is the slowness. It is being, it is warmth. It is nourishment. It is sitting back and like opening your heart and receiving what's coming to you. It is watery energy. It is emotions. It is softness, but still that strength, right? That like motherhood kind of strength of like no one fucking touch my baby kind of thing. Um, it is your body, right? So the feminine energy lies in your body and so many women are disconnected from their bodies. Um, and that's a really big problem, right? Because all your feminine energy lies in your bodies. The masculine energy lies in your head. It's the thinking, it's the doing, it's the analyzing it's logic, it's direction, it's discernment, it is focus, it's protection, it's it's being it's um, being a provider. That's the masculine energy. Now we obviously have both of them in all of us, um, but women will have majority feminine and then a smaller amount of masculine, and then the other way around for men. So the problem in today's society with a lot of women is because we live in a very overly masculine world for majority of us and the masculine energy is really the one that's like um celebrated and the feminine energy is still the one like it is being a lot more celebrated but we're still having to heal a lot of stuff within ourselves um like years ago when i started this feminine energy wasn't as much of a big thing um and it was way more like taboo and, it, and and whatnot but now it's very it's it's much more known right so it's becoming more accepted to be really embodied in your feminine and to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, but a lot of women, like one of the issues that I see um, is that they are overly in their masculine energy. And as a result of this, you've got all of these physical manifestations of PCOS and endo, not being able to fall pregnant, migraines all the time. They're not happy in their relationship. The, the, like the men that they're with, they, the men are always complaining about them or calling them crazy or calling them like, you know, cold or they're bitchy. Um, they got massive sisterhood wounding. They can't trust men. They're always the one that's like being the controlling one in the relationship. And women can say, well, it's just because he doesn't do anything, so I have to take control. And I'm like, see, that's where the issue is, right? They, they don't know how to um, create the space for the men to rise in the relationship, for example. And a lot of men in society, and I talk about this heavily in my business as well, is men right now um, with the second wave of the Me Too movement and um, the overactiveness of the feminist movement in a negative way instead of the way that it was intended to be, it's resulted in so many men feeling unsafe to be really in their masculine energy because women, because like some women will just rip them down, right, or slap a lawsuit on them or call them a misogynist. And it's we have this very difficult dynamic, especially in like the dating area where women Women are complaining that there's no good men, men don't have chivalry X, Y, and Z, but it's actually because women don't know how to receive and they're also not creating a safe environment for men. So it's like men want safety and women want safety. So when you're really embodied in your feminine, you heal so much of your relationship with men that as a result, you have this beautiful dynamic and it's never 
you know, you're never fighting against them. You're never trying to prove to them I'm stronger than you or I'm as strong as you. And a lot of women, they're in their masculine because of this wound in them, whether it's from their dad, whether it's from a story that they've told themselves when they were young or whether it's just from generational trauma being like that's that's in them still of I'm, of I'm angry at men, like fuck men. And so I'm going to prove to them that I'm better than them and stronger than them. And that's really wounding because they don't then feel safe to be in their feminine because if they were in their feminine, they would love men, rely on men and lean on men because your feminine only feels safe to be expressed when you have a great relationship with the masculine because the masculine creates the safety for the feminine to then thrive. So hopefully that kind of gives a bit of an understanding on that perspective. Um, what was the next question, Georgie? <laughs> No, I I absolutely loved that. So yeah, thank you so much for unpacking that and really kind of explaining that to the audience. That was perfect. And then so my question after that was just about uh, what's your kind of perspective on running a business in regards Mm -hmm. to do we need both? Should we be in one more? What what do you kind of Yeah. So, um, you, when you're, okay. So this is the thing. So technically speaking, if you're doing something, you're in your masculine. So if you're doing work every day, you are technically in your masculine. Now I didn't find that perspective helpful for me because when I was healing all of this, I was, I've, I used to run my business from the most hustle masculine place and get me anyway. That was that I just gave up one day and started being in my feminine and then it snowballed funny that anyway so I really struggled in the beginning to let my walls down and to stop being I was very addicted to the hustle I was very addicted to the adrenaline release of being my masculine so I didn't find it helpful to be like oh if I'm doing work every day I'm in my masculine because then at the end of the day I'd be like I would shame myself essentially because I'm like fuck I've been in my masculine all day and then that spirals and then you have that self-talk in your head where and it's like fuck well how can you get into your feminine then after that so what I do for my clients and for myself is I believe everything can be done so all the doing I believe all the doing can actually be done from a feminine place because if you're doing something for pleasure you're doing something for your feminine so technically speaking I believe it could be a feminine practice so when I'm working every day with my clients technically yes I'm my masculine but the way that I do it and the pleasure that I get from it means that I actually believe that I am more in my feminine every day so I'm not burnt out at the end of the day now if I was sitting down with my finance team different story that shit I need a fucking nap afterwards right but with my clients because I get so much because my heart is so happy from the work that I do I don't feel burnt out or drained like I would feel from doing a finance meeting other little things as well like when you're doing things in your business the doing is obviously really important because it creates the direction in your business. You need to have, you don't need to, but you you probably want to have a bit of direction. You, you want to know at least some idea of where you're going. You need to obviously have some deadlines. You need to be able to have the um, discipline within yourself. And if you are shit with discipline and you procrastinate like no one's fucking business, you need to heal your relationship with the masculine. So I'm great at discipline, right? Which means that I can sit down every day and get things done. And that discipline is masculine energy. But I do the discipline because then my feminine feels so fucking good going to bed, knowing that I've done everything that day. So you do need both. But what's really important for women is that you make sure that your masculine isn't driving the fucking train forward all the time because you will feel burnt out at the end of every day. So even little things throughout your day where you like wear beautiful clothes. I always wear 
beautiful lingerie because that makes me feel feminine every time I go to the bathroom or every time that I get dressed in the morning and in the evening when I take my clothes off. I'm always like, I look at myself in the mirror and I feel sexy and beautiful because I've got beautiful lingerie on. Um, I, you know, will always have like a tea or some sort of beautiful drink with me, especially if I'm in, not right, not really right now because I'm in Tulum but, and it's hot, but um, when it's like cold, I'll always have like a cacao or a tea at my desk. So that's like really nourishing and warm and grounding. Um, I also make sure that at the end of a day, if it has been a bit of a go, go, go running around day, that I really make sure that my dinner is grounding and nourishing. Maybe I do a little bit of a grounding meditation at nighttime. Um, I love to also make sure that I have done my hair and makeup every morning because it makes me feel beautiful. And it's, it's these kind of little things, right, that you can bring into your day that makes you feel feminine when you're doing something that's technically masculine. So even something like doing your hair and makeup, it means that when you, you know, leave your desk to go to the bathroom or something at the office, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you feel beautiful. And it's those little things that go a really long way. And I feel like people sometimes overcomplicate things. And I am not the queen of adding a million practices to your to-do list every day because you won't fucking do it, right? And that, and that becomes stressful, which defeats the whole purpose of the practice. So I'm really about how can you integrate more pleasure-based things into your day-to-day life so that's actually sustainable for you. Because if I put on my to-do list, I need to have, you know, a 30-minute ecstatic dance session every morning, do breast massage and, you know, have 10 orgasms. Like that's just not going to happen for me every day. But if I integrate things into my life, like doing my hair and makeup, like, um, you know, dancing when I'm making my breakfast, like exercising every morning in a way that makes me feel really sexy and strong and putting on beautiful lingerie, that's doable. Um, which obviously is going to lead to a better outcome long-term. That is so interesting. And it's kind of crazy because we are like, we're surrounded by this like hustle culture. Like even it was really bad a couple of years ago, like, you know, Mm. very like Gary Vee, like that sort of thing. And I, I remember I quit my corporate law job and, you know, was off doing my own thing. And I struggled the first couple of years because I was so in my masculine. And honestly, I think there's a bit of, you know, kind of like trauma and stuff to unpack with that because growing up, I saw, you know, my dad, he was the breadwinner and my mom was the stay-at-home mom. And I had this thing in my head that I was like, you know, I want to be the one that, you know, is independent and takes yes and so I think I went gung-ho into business and I was like I must succeed I must you know be working really hard and I would be working like yeah like 14 hours days and don't get me wrong though like still stuff happened but I noticed such a huge shift after I reckon probably two years after I had left my corporate job Mm. when I really stepped into this receiving energy and this and that for me, it, for me, it was very much tapping into spiritual practices. Like I'm going to be straight up with you. The whole like putting on makeup and the lingerie thing to feel femme actually doesn't work for me. I'm more of someone of doing my meditation and doing my journaling and like, yeah, like dancing and stuff and like that perfect, to get me in right. my Yes. Yeah, that's perfect because it works for you, right? And this is what I'm saying. It's like you have to integrate what works for you into your life. So like I say to mums, you know, expecting them to put on a fucking red lip every day, not going to go down, but putting on music when they're, (laughs) you you know, putting on music when they are, you know, making cupcakes with their daughter, like if that's doable, like 
amazing. And on the receiving point, Georgie, I, I just wrote this down because I forgot to mention that with the feminine energy in your business. The feminine energy in your business is that receivership. And a lot of people think I have to keep putting output in order to have success. But that doesn't make any sense, does it? Because if you're constantly outputting, you're never in the receivership energy and your feminine energy is what magnetizes the clients, magnetizes the opportunity and the success. It's what manifests all those amazing things in it. It's what, make, it what's, it's what makes you radiate on like social media or on mm. your interviews or whatever that make people go, I want what she has, right? And then they want to be in your energy. They want to buy your products. They want to buy your services. That is your feminine energy energy that's not your masculine energy so the masculine energy would be like you know um uh, you know maybe like uh, remembering to publish an instagram post right but the feminine energy would be the way you've written the words and the energy behind the words and maybe the photo shoot that you had and how embodied that you were how embodied you were in that photo shoot and that's what sells the fucking scheduling time doesn't sell it's the picture of you and the way that you captivate people and the way that your words touch people that's your feminine energy and that's actually what sells so that's why we're seeing this like change especially in like our industry Georgie where a lot of women are earning a lot more money with a lot more ease than men um because women can make can make a lot of money very easily because we're so magnetic I am just quickly jumping in guys to let you know about my feminine as fuck bundle if you don't already have it. It is such a good beginner step into my work just to get to know me a little bit more, see my vibe. I do want to preface it's not a coaching container so it's more of a teaching style but I still give you tools and it's still going to rapidly help you if you, especially if you are feeling stuck right now. There is some amazing classes in there that will have you in fucking tears and the Attachment Styles Masterclass is going to help you so much if you are getting back in the dating game post-COVID. Plus the new module that we recently just added about avoiding burnout in your business. It is a fucking vibe. It is all professionally shot. So like the video is just beautiful if I don't say so myself. So that is a really good starting point for you guys. If you don't want to go and join one of my more high level containers. Um, And also if you don't have my freebies, there are plenty of freebies on my website. And of course, Baba is open for enrollment for the last time this year. Queen Alchemy opens in in, in August. Queen Alchemy opens in August. So mark it in your calendar if you do want to join Queen Alchemy for August 1 to get your application in, not application, like get your like, what's it called? Uh... It's like a little questionnaire thing, just basically, um, just so we know your we know your case. Um, make sure you get that in August one. Put it in your calendar so you don't miss out. And let's get back into the episode. Mm, that's yeah. it's Monica. I love that you said that because I was going to add like when I stepped into my fem energy, like, and I know this isn't the only way to measure you know success or whatever, but yeah. like when I stepped into my fem energy, it's like my income was either doubling or tripling every single year and people would be like oh how did you do it and I'm like there's not actually a formula or a (laughs) doing it's literally like I couldn't actually tell you but it's just me literally and I say this all the time on the podcast but it's like me stepping into my power and as a woman as women we do we have this power and it is magnetic and when a huge thing is like when you do things your way from your you know inner sort of intuition and flow and ease 
it's just, yeah, it's so much more powerful and you get places so much more easy. You're able to do more because it is easy and things happen in such like this beautiful. And that's like, I remember the first couple of years of business, it felt like I was going against the grain and don't get me wrong. I I got shit out. I, you know, made money. I was, I I was doing, and I was creating, um, you know, impact and stuff, but it's like, yeah, when you actually step into that sort of femme side of you and that kind of – it's almost like stepping into yourself and it's a whole – just a being thing you, isn't trusting. it? Yeah, I think, it's I think that's yeah. it's so huge. It's not co- – and I love what you said about for you stepping into your femme energy, it's these certain things. For me, it's different, but we're both doing the exact same thing. And yeah. I think I think it is so important to – I guess for the audience, like what sort of tips would you have for them of if they're kind of just like, oh, I literally don't know where to start with stepping into mm. femme. I know you've given some really great um, tips on what you do, but do you have anything else? Yeah. So on your point, Georgie, of like um, when people ask you, how do you make so much money? And you're like, I don't know. I have this joke of when I, when I try and explain my business to people and that a lot of men just don't understand how I make so much money, right? Like they really can't wrap their head around it. And so I just make this joke of like, basically I'm a prostitute and people just, people just pay me to be like, just basically people just pay me for me. Like they just pay for me. Um, cause they just like want me. And I have this joke because like on my Instagram, I just like, I'll post videos of me essentially eating like fruit. I'll be like dancing around in like next to nothing. And my family has gotten very used to it. And that's how I make money. And I'm actually making a reel of people ask me how I make so much money. And all I do is this. And it's just going to be like videos of me fucking dancing and making out with fruit. Because that's the shit that people like, they're triggered by it. But they're like, oh, I want what she has. It's like, it's the glow. It's the embodiment X, Y, and Z. And that doesn't mean that you have to naked dance on your Instagram. Well, not naked, but like, you know, dance in a bikini. What it means is you just need to be expressed in a way that turns you on. And that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be sexual. It needs to just be in a way that makes you feel turned on by life. Um, and like what you were saying before, Georgie, of like, you know, you're not, it doesn't actually do anything for you putting on lingerie and makeup. And that's a really important point because like my sister and I are polar opposites in that like, you know, I like, I like, you know, New York City, live in a, like I like to live in a city. Um, I love to be like dressed up, hair done, X, Y, and Z. And I'm not like a super dressed up person. I'm not like, um, I don't do like fake nails and all that kind of stuff. I'm very basic at the same time. But I like to have a little bit more of that like city, city kind of look. Whereas my sister mm. is like, beachy hair, no makeup, like, um, like very beachy clothing, X, Y, and Z, as a, to where literally polar opposites. Yeah, exactly. She's really boho and I'm more like on the chic kind of spectrum. Um, and, but it's beautiful because as I talk about one of my programs, I believe there's different flavors of the feminine and you can, I think it's important. It is important to be able to tap into each of them when you feel like you need to, like, for example, if you feel really uncomfortable wearing sexy lingerie for your boyfriend or your partner, like that's, that is a question that I would unpack for yourself because it's not to say that you need to do that every day. It's to say like, where are you afraid to be seen or what's bad about wearing lingerie, Mm. right? Because, because for example, I like to be that chic version of me and wear lingerie, but I also can be the beachy version of me. Like, 
as a woman, we have all these different flavors of ourselves. And a lot of women put themselves into a box of, I have to choose one. And the example that I realized years ago that I then was like, oh my God, we have different flavors is, and maybe you resonate with this too, Georgie. When you were at school or like when you were younger, did you ever feel like you wanted to dress differently every day, like a different style, but you felt like you, felt, you, felt like you had to pick one? Like you had to be boho, you mm. had to be minimal. Yes. And I remember like, yeah, mm. when you were growing up, you were like trying all these different sides. You're like, what, what is me? Like you're trying yeah. to find you and you feel like you have to almost pick. Exactly. So I always like one day I wanted to wear like a spell dress, right? Which is super boho. The next day I wanted to be minimal. And I found it so difficult to be like, what's my style, right? And then it's like, well, actually, you don't have to fucking pick a style. Like, don't put yourself in a box. But as a woman, we have so many different sides to us. Like, in every different phase of your cycle, you are a different woman. And so even by embracing that, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful place to even start with, um, you know, tapping into your feminine energy. It's just embracing the different sides of yourself and not putting yourself in a box. Like, if you're on the beach, you can be the beachy version of yourself. When you're in the city, you can get your, like, do, do, like blow dry your hair and wear a beautiful coat. Like, you're allowed to change and you're allowed to like almost like shape shift. Um, and it's really important that you can feel safe in the different sides of yourself. Right. So like, like I said before, like if you feel, and I, I, I do this with clients, like if you feel uncomfortable being that really sexy, like what, what you would, what would you, what you would call the slut archetype. If you're really uncomfortable being in that kind of flavor, it's not, nothing wrong with you if you be uncomfortable in that flavor. It's just because of trauma and wounding and X, Y, and Z. But like you want to unpack that. You want to heal that because that's also a part of yourself that wants to be expressed, that has power in it. And when you like subconsciously shut down the different sides of yourself, you're not letting yourself experience the fullest version of you. And when you feel so free in your body, that's where that inner peace comes from. And so many people are searching for that inner peace and inner freedom. And that actually, you you have that within you once you feel so fucking safe in your body to be expressed in every flavor of you, right? So I can be expressed in like a grounded goddess version. I can be expressed in like, kinky slut version I can be expressed in like you know my girl boss corporate version like I've got all these different sides to myself and I feel really safe to be in all of them and remember like that safety piece is the most important with your feminine if you don't feel safe in your body you're really not going to be able to express your feminine in an easy way it will feel like hard work which then isn't really the point of being in your feminine because the feminine feels easy and flowy Yes, I love that you touched on the different flavors because I very much resonate with that. Like, even though I kind of said to you, that's not what I like doing every day, there's definitely, like, I definitely step into that, like you said, slut slut archetype. (laughs) Sorry, I just slurred my words then. (laughs) Um, But then some days I like to be super boho, and then other days I'll be like full, you know, activewear vibe or mum vibe and all these different things. And I love what you said about not putting yourself in the a box and going what do I feel like expressing myself today and yeah like you said about being safe just to add on to that quickly um I definitely resonate with one of those uh if you are someone who I guess you know the whole like feeling sexy and being in that sort of vibe and it's because like growing up I grew up a Jehovah's Witness and it was the whole like no sex before marriage Mm. and so in my household it was very like 
yeah, you weren't promiscuous and it was like you're not supposed to have a boyfriend. Even though I did all those things, I had to hide them. So I had to do a lot of inner work in regards to being like it is safe to be a sexual person. It is Mm -hmm. safe to, you know, want to do naughty things in the bedroom and, you know, stuff like that, which we just don't really talk about and we don't unpack. And so definitely agree with what you're saying about if there is a certain kind of side of you that you don't feel safe in, I would 100% percent be like you know unpacking it and exploring that and you know do it with Monica because she knows what's (laughs) what to do but a hundred and ten percent I love that thank you yeah it's really important the safety piece people underestimate people don't really think about it but you're not going to do something that you don't feel safe in because your biology takes over so it's really important Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to sex like one of the key things that you need in order to be turned on in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom when I say outside of the bedroom I just mean you know those moments Georgie where you're just so lit up by life it's like you're fucking turned on like and I don't necessarily mean that you're like having an orgasm but you feel orgasmic like it's that energy of just like I can take on the world and you feel at one with the world that's living a turned on life and so you know being turned on isn't just about in the bedroom. It's about everywhere. But you can't feel safe to be fully expressed, to be turned on in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom if you don't have safety in your body. And that doesn't come from another person. It, it comes from you. So somebody else can make you feel safe or they can make you feel unsafe. But if you already feel unsafe, another person isn't going to 100% make you feel safe because you actually need to feel that within yourself first. And then obviously the other person needs to make you feel safe as well. Otherwise you'll feel unsafe. Like, yeah. Mm, Yes. A hundred percent. And well, let's like get into that a little bit more because that's something you are very open about on your platform is, you know, talking sex and talking pleasure. And I think, sometimes like for some people it can be so like taboo but like Mm. you said it's when you unpack it it's just sort of stuff that we all have to um you know deal with and when you do feel safe it it is so much better and like like you said of being in your femme energy it is receiving it's flowy it's easy it's really where we want to be so can you chat to us about why it is important to have pleasure in our lives? And I'm not just talking about the bedroom. I'm talking about just, you know, pleasure in your every, um, you know, your everyday routine, like you're very passionate about talking about. Um, so why it's important to have pleasure and also how people can inject it in there. I know you've touched yeah. on a couple more, but I really want to unpack it. Yeah, cool. Okay. So as, as I said at the beginning, feminine energy is about pleasure. So I'm going to talk more to women than men and men, men obviously need pleasure, but not the same extent that women need it so your pleasure and you feeling pleasurable in your life that your sexual energy is your highest vibrational energy right so when you're having an orgasm for example when you're feeling orgasmic that's the highest vibrational frequency that you can feel that is so fucking magnetic um and it's what attracts people in so if you are constantly feeling turned on and like full of pleasure and you're doing these things that make you feel amazing in your body you will turn heads not just because of looks when you're walking down the street but actually because of your energy because it's just like you're beaming you have that thing where you make people turn heads when you walk into a room and that's that magnetism that comes from pleasure and so many women they they try and fill a void in them with other things because they don't fully love themselves and I don't mean in like a surface level way I mean that they are not 
like content with just being with themselves. Like if they were alone on a Saturday night, they would run these stories through their head of like, why am I not out? I'm never going to find anyone, blah, 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 blah. Nobody loves me, whatever. Things are going through their head. And I'm sure a lot of people have actually come um, like come face to face with those things uh, with COVID and everything. And when you're tapped into pleasure, you feel that in your body and that like kind of fills that quote unquote void in a way and not like, I don't even want to say that it fills the void because it just, it makes you not even feel any void because you're not in this scarcity energy. You're not trying to get pleasure from someone else, right? So a lot of people, they walk around kind of empty and they get pleasure from other people. So they get pleasure from having a ridiculous social life. I have nothing against this, by the way, because I'm an extrovert. They get they get a lot of pleasure from having a ridiculous social life or dating men or having sex with men or being in a relationship or having like all these fulfilling things happening in their in their job. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what is wrong is that when you're you're unconsciously using those things to make yourself happy and without them, you're not happy. Versus you being like, I don't give a fuck if I'm alone on Saturday night. Like, it was enjoyable. Like, I just get to do me, right? And then that creates magnetism. And you love your friends and X, Y, and Z, but it's a cherry on top kind of energy. It's not like they're the fucking cupcake itself. And without without the cupcake, it's just a wrapper. So um, that's a really weird metaphor, but we're just going to roll with it. So um, so <laughs> when, you're, when you're having this pleasure, it's, it's really hard even to – to like lay it out on the table for you guys. I just want you to like try and experience it for yourself. So it will make you feel full in your body. It will make you feel grounded and it will make you feel not even, uh, I don't even want to say like, it'll make you feel like you love yourself. It'll take away the feeling of you not loving yourself is actually how I'm going to say it. Um, because I love myself, but I don't walk around in my head being like, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. It's just like, it's like this, of course I love myself energy. Like, like I don't hate myself, but I'm not, I don't have to listen to a meditation every morning of how much I love myself. That makes sense. But when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, and this is from like an energetic and obviously physical because the two are related. It's an, and this is something that I want all of like all the listeners to be able to achieve for themselves because it's fucking healthy and it's sexy and it it creates the magnetism of being able to look in the mirror. Right. And often I'm wearing some sexy lingerie and like fucking like, holy shit. If I was a man, I would fuck me so hard right now. That's the kind of energy energy, right? That I want like every woman to be in because it creates magnetism because you know your worth, you know your value, you don't settle, you have the boundaries. And that energy is like fucking, it's like so captivating is what it is. So a little exercise people can do even is just to start to tune into their senses more. So that feeling of when you like shave your legs, then you get into bed and it feels so smooth and silky, that's pleasure. That feeling of drinking like a hot cup of tea on a really cold day and you can feel it going down your body, that's pleasure. Now the problem is we feel that shit unconsciously, uh, like unconsciously and we don't receive it, right? We don't receive the pleasure. When you receive the pleasure, you learn to receive so much more in your life. So when I'm eating a juicy mango, I'm like fucking orgasming at the same time and I'm receiving the pleasure of the mango. I'm not just like eating it, right? It's so much more than that. Um, So even if the listeners, as like a little bit of homework, um, think of something that they would like to receive more of and give that to themselves. So if they want to receive more love. It's like, how can you give that to yourself? Can you rub your whole body in a delicious body oil and do it really slowly and really feel it? Like 
feel your hands on your thighs rather than just like rubbing in oil. You're actually having the intention of feeling pleasure whilst you're doing it. It's all about intention. And the more pleasure that you allow yourself to feel, the more in your body that you're going to feel. So the more pleasure you'll feel in your life, the more you'll be able to connect with people, the more people will feel like they can connect to you. Your walls will drop. Your heart will be more open. You'll receive more money. You'll receive more love. Like it's just a flow on effect. It's fucking good. (laughs) I absolutely love that. And honestly, I couldn't agree more. I'm going to like, um, and it, can I just say how much I love yeah. that you just go off on a rant and just like, I do I just go off on I tangents love, I, I love that I don't even know how I do it I like I honestly I like black out and I can't remember anything I said it just like channels through me and I'm like okay that was that next <laughs> no I love it because sometimes when you're doing a podcast you have to like continuous ask questions and I'm like looking at my notes I'm like yep she's answered all of them oh, oh, oh no, amazing the next love, thing, it. love it love it no I love that. And something that you were just saying at the start. So when Monica, and I guess I just want to say this for my audience so they can kind of really, I guess, visualize it and understand it um, just because they'll kind of resonate with what I'm saying. But like, remember guys, or not remember, how do I say this in a way that makes (laughs) sense? So when Monica was saying about that feeling of when you give yourself pleasure and when you're, you know, really tapped in that you're magnetized and your vibe is different. Like you might not even look different, but it's a vibe check. And that's like a huge Mm. thing. Uh, Monica, last year after I had my miscarriage, I had my breast implants removed because they Mm. were making me very unwell and I had all these hormone issues and whatnot. And so I actually had my implants removed and it was really, really insane because I then, you know, had them removed, did, did feel better. And obviously got on my stories and so many people messaged me and they were like, holy shit, you're you're like, your whole vibe has changed. Like you seem so much more yourself. Like, like so many people, like you remind me of like a sunshine girl. Like I just, I'm Mm. on there and cause I'm like back to feeling good. I'm back to feeling myself. Like people can feel that even through a phone screen. And that is like what we're talking about. Like when you're in that, when you're tapped into that place, it's like, it's electric, it's magnetic. And I literally, I would have got thousands of messages being like holy shit Georgie you have changed and they could even if I you know I don't look that different but like just in the energy and the way I you know show up was such a huge change because I was way more um you know back to myself and tapping into my intuition and whatnot yeah amen to everything that you just said um and even like so I thrive my, my soul's place is New York City I grew up there um and whenever I'm back there it's like my energy is ridiculously different like even um and like I'm mm. I obviously do, I obviously have energy is my number one thing like that I'm always managing so I, I I'm able to stay on top of making sure that my vibe is pretty high all the time um but you know we all have our down moments but when I look at my energy of like when I'd backtrack to stories when I was living in there before I got stuck in London um my energy is like I'm like fuck there's just something about my energy that you can't even pinpoint and it's just because my heart is so happy being there um so like amen to everything you just said and also something that I get my clients to do in one of my programs Queen Alchemy is I get them to take pictures before we start and at the end because their face changes it's out of control Mm. the difference in their face from the beginning to the end because you hold your trauma in your physical body right your physical body is your home for your energetic body for your for your mental body and for your spiritual body so your your energy will change 
your physical body. Like a really common one that's happened to me and also to a lot of my clients is that the more I get into my firmer energy, the bigger my boobs get. Like I can lose weight everywhere else and my boobs will still grow because of my feminine energy because like your heart is a really cool part of your feminine energy. It's like I used to have, when I was like really in my masculine, I used to have like B, maybe like just C. And now I have like D, double D boobs. And I have like, and I've lost weight since my ski accident, for example. And my boobs were smaller back then to what they are now. It's ridiculous. Like I can go down a jean size and up a bra size. And like, it's just because the more that I'm in my feminine energy, the more my boobs will grow, (laughs) which I'm here for. That is like, (laughs) <laughs> that is insane, but I 100% believe you because yeah. – and that, and that's like, you know, what I guess we've been saying this whole episode is like when you are really in that femme energy, like things work. You yeah. feel good. Like you like you, you say, like you, you – people feel that energy. So, yeah. oh, 110%. And just before we move on to the last topic for the podcast, yeah. uh, can you just touch on – I know when we're talking about you know pleasure it was more just in our daily lives but let's actually chat about in the bedroom if someone maybe you know they don't feel um themselves they don't feel sexy they don't feel uh confident in the bedroom is there something that you kind of get your clients to do so a lot of women come to me and they've lost their libido and often it's not actually a hormonal thing it's actually an energetic thing because i mean they're all connected right so even if you're even if it is a hormonal thing it can act the root problem can be an energetic thing so it doesn't matter how much like fucking ashwagandha you take for your cortisol levels it's actually still a result of a subconscious stress that you're not aware of so a lot of people that are struggling with their libido in the bedroom i would say first and foremost is you've got to work on you and it can feel like so like for example a lot of people when they come to me right like from a marketing perspective it's like feminine stuff like la 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 but actually it's like it's actually a lot of um healing the masculine and because you got to heal that in order to be in your feminine so the bottom line is if you want to feel like sexy and confident in the bedroom I would a thousand percent do trauma work because when you feel when you freed yourself of all that crap you'll feel so confident within yourself without trying it's just like this innate like duh why wouldn't I feel confident kind of energy because you weren't born unconfident right all these things have happened or these beliefs have been ingrained inside of you that create like all these walls like I kind of think of it like you're an onion right and you are the core of the onion and all these layers have been put around you and what we need to do is we have to drop the layers so you can be you again so it's not about like how to be confident it's actually how to get the fucking rid of all the shit that's made you not confident and then you'll naturally be able to do that because think about it like we are sexual beings it is our we are innately like um innate what's the word we we are we we function as sexual beings we are made as sexual beings from a very young age i mean you see kids at the age of four and they're sexual at that age and they're masturbating and they don't know what they're doing but it feels pleasurable right there's nothing wrong with them that is because we are animals at the end of the day um and so the only reason why you're not feeling confident and sexy in the bedroom is because of these shells of the onion essentially that's been put around you from society from family from whatever shit that you're holding on to 
And when you can get rid of that, when you do get rid of that, it becomes super natural to feel amazing in the bedroom. Like, uh, like for example, one of the girls put in a Facebook group, we done like one call in Queen Alchemy. We haven't even done any sex stuff yet. And she had the most fucking amazing sex of her life after that call. And we hadn't done anything sexual related. We'd done inner child stuff, right? But that creates more of a mm. feeling of that inner freedom and that deep inner love. So therefore you're going to show up more confidently in the bedroom. And for the first time, she actually, felt like turned on by her boyfriend touching her boob that she never had before we hadn't done anything really around sexuality so I would say that is really really important um and one of the core things that you need in order to feel confident and sexy and everything and to feel like you can be expressed in the bedroom is safety within yourself and obviously within your partner a lot of women put pressure on their partner of like they have to make me feel sexy they have to do this they have to do that and actually if you make yourself feel sexy then your partner will look at you and be like holy fucking hell and then you guys will have sex right but if you're constantly relying on your partner and he's tired nothing's gonna happen and so you can't you need everyone needs to stop relying on their partners to make them feel sexy because yes your partner will make you feel sexy but if you're already not feeling sexy that doesn't that that doesn't make him look at you or her look at you and be like I want to rip your clothes off kind of thing do you know what I mean so it's really important that you also that you also take responsibility for I need to feel sexy in myself and this is why I was saying that I that my desire is for everyone to be able to look in the mirror and be like holy fuck if I was a man or if I was a woman I would fuck me so hard right now because that energy makes other people want to rip your clothes off but you constantly feeling gross about yourself that doesn't create magnetism for when your partner walks in the door like does that make sense a hundred yeah a hundred ten percent I keep saying a hundred ten percent but a hundred ten percent and I like I, I, re- I resonate a hundred eleven percent they're more they're more empty numbers so I'll go with that yeah yeah, 111%. And this is even like, I resonate with this in I notice such a difference with me and my husband. And like, we've been together for nearly over nine years now. So like sometimes, yeah, like that's a long amount of time. And yeah. I, I questioned the other day about like, how do you spice up the sex life? And you know, when yeah. you're married and whatnot. And I'm like, honestly, when I am like on and I'm like in my femme energy, like I'm like in flow on my business and I'm working on myself and I'm doing my self-development, I'm doing my meditation and all my practices and I just feel good about myself. Like we have the best sex ever. But if I'm, you know, maybe stressed out with work, I'm in the masculine energy, I'm doing and doing, and it's like Tim wants to have sex. I'm like, oh, I couldn't think of anything worse, if that makes sense. Like, (laughs) I guess (laughs) this whole thing about what we're saying is like when you're in that energy and when you're feeling yourself, and it's all about the vibes too. Like when you're, you think about it, when you're high vibe and you're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. loving yourself and you're just like in it. And loving life. Yeah. yes loving life it's like Mm. and your your partner feels that and like tim can feel that and he'll just be like yeah he knows it's on sort of thing yeah (laughs) exactly and that's like and that's a huge thing of like i love what you said about taking responsibility because i think so many women are like you know the guy should buy me flowers and the guy should do Mm. this that Mm. and whatever and sure those things are nice but it's like you need to take responsibility on how you feel and take those first steps um first and then it's like yeah they can feel that and like me and tim literally had a conversation the other day because i definitely noticed a shift in our sex life and 
and I was like yeah. talking to him about it and it's yeah. because he got back from you know Christmas holidays and whatnot and actually got back into gym and was obviously like feeling himself and was like mm. yeah feeling you know feeling better yeah. and so our snacks got better because he was liking himself more yeah amen and a note on anyone that's like, but I'm so fucking tired. How can I just like make myself feel sexy? And this is where, well, like one, what needs to change in your life so you're not so burnt out all the time because that's not going to help anything, obviously. And then two, that's where the masculine discipline does need to come in for that feminine pleasure, right? So sometimes like, I feel like especially after COVID, everyone's, and less so in Australia because you guys obviously, I mean, Melbourne has been, but you guys have been less affected by it, which is amazing. But for a lot of people, what I've noticed is, because we've been in lockdown for so long they don't have the same desire to go out it's like we've become so accustomed to just like being at home and being lazy and it's just like oh I can't be bothered right so we're just like oh it doesn't matter like I'll just stay home like I'm just gonna cancel and that's not a smart idea right that's actually you um being in like a wounded masculine energy because that healed masculine energy within you is like no I'm gonna feel so good once I've done this let's fucking do this shit I need all I need is like five minutes to raise the vibe and it doesn't need to be some big thing that you need to do to make yourself feel sexy it could literally just be change your underwear that's it could be something as simple as that it could be like have a shower and put your moisturizer on but instead of just slapping it on in like a quick fashion do it in like a slower way so you know you need that masculine discipline sometimes in order to then get the pleasure out of being in your feminine so just remember that I don't I don't want people to think that like I'm always just like feeling sexy and I'm always just wanting to like have sex and I am most of the time like I'm a very sexual person but I also have those moments where I'm like oh god no I'm so tired or whatever it is or I can't be bothered and that those are the moments where I'm like right a little bit of masculine energy let's put a bit of a let's get a bit of a practice going or let's do something to make me feel sexy again. And it's effort, but you have, I always focus on how good I'll feel after it. Like sometimes running a bath is effort, right? But I have to, I have to remember how sexy I'll feel in the bath and after the bath. So just a little note on that, but yes, love everything that you said and read the flowers as well. It's like, if you want fucking flowers, stop putting the pressure on your man because if he's busy or his head somewhere else, like you just keep getting disappointed, which does not help your sex life at all or your relationship. It creates resentment resentment if you want fucking flowers in the kitchen go buy yourself your own fucking flowers <laughs> <laughs> yes like I honestly couldn't agree more and I think like I've had a whole journey with this so I could definitely like there'll definitely be you know women listening to this who are like what like just yeah almost a bit triggered yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah. oh yeah I, I trigger people like, hundred that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> love that for you. Um, no, I, I just, I couldn't agree more. And I love like, we're kind of with run out of time. I wanted to chat to you a little bit more about like, be a lover, not a mother, which is oh, yeah. uh, Mo- Monica loves chatting about like, um, yeah. you know, men and not emasculating men and stuff, but mm-hmm. honestly just go over to her profile because she has yeah. Instagram. Sorry. She has so many good like IGTVs and podcasts and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, to wrap up this interview and oh my God, it has been so lovely to have you on the podcast. I could honestly just chat for hours about these like really interesting um, topics that we all need to know. Um, But before you go, let's chat about what you're doing this year, what's next for you and how you're taking, you know, action and um, stepping into your power in 2021. 
Love this question. Something that I'm really starting to focus on, obviously with everything I've got in my business, like that's continuing on with all of my programs and helping women. Um, but I am so fucking passionate about like men's empowerment and like basically it's like fucking activism towards women need to stop emasculating men like I was saying before and it is actually a part of feminine healing and feminine embodiment and it's really taboo and it's very politically incorrect like I have a lot of um of like publishing places that won't publish me because I talk about this stuff and it's like not modern enough or whatever they want to say but I actually think it's the opposite um so that's something that I'm focusing on a lot and it's been beautiful to be able to do it because so many men have reached out to me and they are so grateful and so many women are grateful because understanding that stuff has completely shifted their whole relationship with men um with both their like male friends their their dad their brother their cousins as well as their romantic relationships and honestly it's actually empowerment with like towards women when they learn this stuff um so i've been doing a lot with that i'm writing my book at the moment um i mean it's so hard to know with all this fucking pandemic shit going on i would love to think that i could have an event this year so that is definitely being it's 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 manifesting it's brewing (laughs) and hopefully it will come to oh my god um that's hard I would love to come to one of your events that would just be epic I know I really hope that Australia is free because I was meant to run an event in Australia last year and then obviously that hasn't happened yet um so I really hope that Australia is open soon the world is open soon so I can run an event because they are oh my god they're the peanut butter to my jelly like I just love them so much. I think the in-person work is amazing. And honestly, they turn me on doing those events. So I would love to do that. Um, But otherwise, I'm just flowing and evolving and adapting and pivoting as I need to with everything that's happening at the moment. Well, friends, I hope that you found... Excuse the fucking husky voice. I'm trying to like get rid of it to like record this shit before I go to bed. And it's just... It's just not happening for me today. I've had this like husky voice for like over a week now. If anyone knows what it is, please tell me because it's like, I've got this like weird cough. And, um, when I cough, sometimes I like, it's a bit hard to breathe. And then can someone just like diagnose me please? Um, and yeah, I've got this like crazy huskiness and I, I literally just like woke up with it after a big weekend out. Like the alcohol obviously didn't fucking help, but I would have thought I'd you know, would kick something by now. But anyway, and it's not like I feel run down. So it's very weird. It's like just my throat, whatever. Anyway, um, I hope this episode was helpful to you guys. Do not forget Baba is open. Join it, join the bundle, join MM level one. They're all great intro. Those two are really good intro things. MM level two is going to be opening up later in the year for those of you that are asking. But um, yeah, for everyone in business or anyone that wants to be in business or anyone that is sabotaging their business or telling themselves they don't need help in their business, but they really have these big dreams and goals, just get your little booty or your big booty, whichever you prefer, into Baba. Send me a DM if you have any questions, hesitations, blah, 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 and I can send you a voice message back because I obviously want you to feel safe, comfortable, and expansive in your decision and in your investment. 